Hey guys, it's Rachel here. Just wanted to give you a little heads up that today we have a guest. Her name is Dana Crosby and she has the wonderful business Finding Your Beauty. So Dana is a certified primary school teacher with a diploma in applied sports and a paper in child and adolescent well-being. Her passion is to help you achieve your wellness dreams through a holistic strengths-based approach that explores lifestyle strategies tailored to your preferences and goals. She is absolutely amazing and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby. Hey everyone and welcome back to Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And today we have a guest. Woohoo, guest! (laughs) (laughs) Today we are chatting with the lovely Dana from Finding Your Beauty. Welcome. Thanks guys and thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming. This is going to be great. This is so exciting. Hope so. Expectations <laughs> may be a bit high. <laughs> oh man, whenever it's not just us talking, we're, we're good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to skip segments today. Yeah. And hit you with a hard question. What is your favourite self-help book? Okay, you guys pre-prepared me for this question and it didn't help me one bit. Oh, no. um, reason being is because there's so many different amazing self-help books and I really believe that the right self-help help book comes to you at the right time. Oh. Um, so, and it depends what your focus is, whether it's hormones, whether it's health, whether it's like a mental, emotional thing. Um, so I've got so many favorites, like if I'm thinking hormones wise and um, women's health, Dr. Libby, I love her, oh, her stuff. Yes. And everything is so relatable, um, particularly her latest books where you can flick and like chop and change to where you choose and what topic interests you um, or what's um, prevalent for you at the time. Um, Then if I'm thinking more spiritual side of things, like the power of now is amazing too. And um, even like the law of attraction, which is a massive, massive book, but I read ages ago and it was kind of like led me on a bit of a um, journey, like the secret, those sorts of things. Yeah. 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 Um, but then again, like practical books, like the salat of not giving a, you know, yeah, 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 and atomic habits and, um, yeah, so I have so many and I've got like a list of anyone who's ever interested, um, and yeah, that that's my biggest thing is that it's dependent on where you're at and your journey. Yeah. So how do they, how do they come to you if you're like, uh, do you just go and look at the self help section and be like, yeah, that one interests me at the moment and look, put, or do you always go for recommendations at the time? It honestly comes about by conversations yeah, with people. Yeah. yeah, so you'll be discussing um, issues or you might be discussing just what's on top for you at the moment and then they'll say, oh, I've been reading this book or on a podcast I've listened to and mm, yes. um, or sometimes things will even just pop up like in your ads so you've obviously been searching around on that, that sort of thing. Oh, so it's always creepy, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This book recommended yes. for you. Like, hmm, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, heaps in the the beginning of like my journey um of like finding your beauty um it's more so it started from recommendations from people but now it's sort of let my intuition guide me and yeah yeah and um yeah whatever comes up and I do search for new books and yeah. also um people who I follow and things like that if they've got new books out and yeah, yeah. it's an automatic okay I'll mm, read this yeah too. definitely yeah I so I so know what you mean and like also you could be reading a book because I've reread several self-help books I'll read it at the time and it really applies and then I'll reread it I'm like yeah. Not so much anymore. Like yeah, you know, yeah definitely. In oh, in saying that, my number one that I always go back to is Louise Hayes. You can oh, heal your life, yes. and also her like affirmation books. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing because they are always relevant. Yeah. And like the, I love her affirmation one. I used to just have it by my bed, and in the morning I'd just flick through it and not even like go through a page and just open it up and whatever that affirmation was for the day it just sort of set me up for that that's such a Mm. cool idea yeah Yeah. and Oprah Winfrey's book um who 
Sunday Wisdom one, I think it is. It's awesome like that too. It's oh, just like little oh. passages of um, wisdom each day. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, I haven't mm. read that one. Oh, okay. New book recommendation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I also find that I'll buy like a self-help book and I'll, and then it won't. I won't actually start reading it until it becomes something that I like need in my life or something like yeah, that yeah. so it'll sit on my shelf for a, for yes. a year That's... and then I'll be like I oh, actually I got that and start reading I'm like whoa this actually applies to me right now yeah yeah, yeah for That's sure so funny mm. I've just started reading one in the last month and I've had it, had it for over a year yeah the time just wasn't right but now <laughs> yeah, the time definitely. is right and if you pick up a self-help book and you can't get into it put it away yeah because honestly it's not going to help you oh no 100% yeah. you're like mm. forcing it yeah yeah it's yeah. got to be right right time Oh no, a hundred percent agree. Okay, I'm gonna look up that book. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so how about we just jump straight in? And can you tell us about finding your beauty? Yeah, cool. Finding your beauty. Hmm. So <laughs> I guess um, the name. I don't really. I don't know if I'm still sold on it, but it, it's. Um, it really is about finding your beauty. I guess like my whole journey um, in life is about finding that beauty like in the beauty is really like your life force and who you are um what really drives you and also just living day to day as a human yeah (laughs) like not feeling like a robot and actually really enjoying life and enjoying what's going on for you and just like feeling that joy within yeah um I guess so finding your beauty was brought about only it was a year in the making, I guess. Um, I worked alongside a woman, Repika, from Matawaka here in Blenheim. Oh. Um, and we did a bit of pathway planning. Um, she actually approached me at one of my friend's art gallery openings and just oh. said, you do a bit of writing, hey? And I said, yeah. And she um, goes, oh, do you want to come and work with me? And we'll see if um, she's basically asked what my vision was. And I said, oh, I don't know. I just like to write and just get my message out there. And yeah, yeah so we worked together on a bit of a pathway plan and, um, yeah, and it, uh, Finding Your Beauty came about. So I have a website and an Instagram page, but basically it's a holistic vision um where I bring self-awareness to the masses so that I can help others find their beauty in everyday life yeah Yeah. that's so cool that's awesome that you had someone help you in that way because often you'll have these ideas or just an idea that you want to do something but don't know how to get there yeah that's so cool yeah I really like that yeah, so I guess like with finding your beauty, I said it's a, it was a year in the making, but really it's a good eleven years. Yeah. <laughs> like um, I I did I well, to be able to find your beauty. Sometimes you actually have to lose it, and eleven years ago I did when I first be- began teaching. Yeah. Um, it was a really challenging time for me for a perfectionist, um, A type personality. Um, <laughs> I yeah yeah I um had a never ending to do list, and I never could tick any anything off that um learning a new job and honestly teachers um training does not set you up for what teaching really is like um so I found it really challenging and I um wasn't sleeping and I ended up actually quite depressed and um I didn't feel like myself and I wanted to to find myself again and and it it took me years and um, I'd say a good five years I tried to do it on my own but then seeking support and letting sort of um letting go and just letting things be um it all just sort of merged and and flowed a little bit easier and I and I kind of it was more so when I actually instead of looking out I tuned in and Mm. like thought what's actually really going on for me um and I let my intuition and my body and things like that um guide me then I started actually getting places and, yeah. and finding that real joy um, and bringing that back. So, yeah, yeah 11 years in making. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true how you can get bogged down by the to-do list or the never-ending amount of life admin or yeah. anything like yeah. that. You're like, oh, I'll be happy once I do these things. Yeah. I'm like, no, you've got to learn to enjoy it. Yeah. And letting go is such yeah, a Yeah, I was just about to say the letting go thing is big. the hardest thing to learn, I reckon. Well, yeah. for me, anyway type a like perfectionist sort of that way that idea of like let just things happen yeah but yeah 
it's, yeah. it's a process getting yeah. to that point. And also yeah. um, allowing your trust in, in someone else to help that to happen. Mm. And I guess that that's my vision is to, to bring a, like self-awareness to the masses and, and help people to learn how to guide themselves um, in a more focused way because often we can get lost in in all of the information that's out there yeah. um, and also sometimes we just need that mentor sort of style of person um, to to help us through and help us find find that beauty yeah yeah, yeah that's so true so if someone uh, signed up to one of your programs to find their beauty like where would they start yeah. Or is that are you gonna give? Will you give away the secrets for where to start? No, no, there's never any secrets. I'm quite quite transparent about the process that I do. So, um, it's honestly based on needs. So, um, I have a questionnaire that I work with with clients, and I just work through what where their needs are at and what they feel comfortable with. And the way I work with um people is all online. Um, yep. and I also post on Instagram. I haven't yep. connected it to Facebook yet because just no, having so many. Same. <laughs> Honestly, I, I know how to do it and I'm like, I know what to do, but just, yeah, connecting it to Facebook and, and that's a whole another, you know, yeah. market that I could be getting toward a market actually because like, that's not my, my vision. My vision is to audience, get information the to, the, to yeah. the masses, but um, yeah, so I, I post on Instagram just um, a variety of things from quotes, reflective thoughts, just my own challenges, um, my like gratitudes, things like that. So, yeah. but if if a client was to work with me um, and um, wanted a bit of sort of coaching, so I. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole well-being coach, but that's what I would I'd be like—a mm-hmm. coach is someone who guides you and um, helps you to achieve your best. Really, yeah. Um, I yeah, it's based on needs, and I use a. Māori philosophy called Te Whare Tapawha. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, that yeah. from I school. Yeah, from health. Yeah, from health. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so the reason I use that because it's based around um, the principle that, you know, our well-being, our holder is like a whare, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made up of four pillars, and when one pillar's down, then the structure of the house falls down. Um, and so I really use that Te Whare Tapawha as a guide for me and my own personal well-being um, to see... And the other thing I love about Te Whare Tapawha is it's strength-based. Mm-hmm. So it focuses, focuses on how I am when I'm at my best. So when my taha tinara, my physical well-being, is at my best, how does that look? When my taha hininaru, my emotional well-being, is at its best, how does that look? And then my taha whanau, like my social and family well-being, and then my wairua, my spiritual well-being, what are the things that are happening that that uh that I'm at my best at. Yeah. Um, and I always go back to that because if I'm not feeling the greatest, well, what's missing out of those things? Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of a start where I start with clients and, and look at how they're feeling when they're at their best and how can we get them back to being there and, and what's missing because that then identifies the pillar that we need to start with. Yeah, yeah, what you need to work on. Yeah. I really like that. Isn't that funny that something we were taught at school is, <laughs> is actually useful? Is actually useful. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're saying yeah. this to a teacher, you realise that, Yes, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, something... Well, I, should, I shouldn't say is actually useful. I mean, like, is, is so like practical practical yeah. for like yeah. everything applies to everything not just you're learning like one subject or whatever but it's it's the holistic approach to looking after yourself mm. or yeah. whatever it is it's that holistic approach definitely and it's about mm. connecting and um you know connecting the dots and and yeah and a, again taking away that perfection yeah <laughs> of, I'm trying to be everything all of the time we we can't focus no. on everything and be everything all of the time so where do we need to start which pillar is the most important right now and yeah. and really prioritizing those things because you know when we feel a little bit out of balance it's it's easy to try and can like try and bring it back into our control and and do the things that we've always done like oh yeah I'll eat better and I'll do this and I'll do that but maybe that's not actually where it needs to be is it the spiritual side where you need to stop emotional eating because you're actually um, eating away your emotions and yes. that's why you can't eat better or, or things like that so yeah. so we do look at that whole um, holistic well-being and um, 
and we do it in a weekly check-in process really so um, I check in with clients each week um, and I have a document as a guide and and they just check in to me on how ever their week's gone based on this guide and then we set goals for the following week and as I said it's all done online so in your own time and and I really encourage um, the clients that have to create a ritual for them and um, when they're doing this so that they actually take some time it's not a stressful process yeah it's not Um, another thing on the to-do list it's, (laughs) it's just a reflective process and it teaches us to um, build the skills of never giving up on ourselves really like keep on going and um, try one thing and, and, and beat it well and mm. then if it works keep it move on to the next if it doesn't check it like yeah yeah that's so key because sometimes you're like oh I could do this big list of things and it's going to help me feel better but if you try to do those list of like 10 things all at once and continuously they're going to drop off because yeah. you can't maintain that yeah Definitely. Yeah, one thing at a yeah. time is so crucial. Yeah, so I, crucial. I agree, especially when it's to do with our health and well-being. Yeah. And we'll find that, and that's why I always come back to that um, Te Whare Tapafa, because if we are focusing on the physical, say, that's the one that needs the most work for us, then that is going to carry over spiritually and, and then emotionally and socially. Yeah, everything's yeah. so interconnected. Yeah. It definitely is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I really like that. So with like the spiritual stuff, what sort of things would you classify as spiritual well-being? Like what sort of um, practices? Yeah, or, practices or because say you're not religious, that like that's automatically what you think. Mm, what I think of when I think of spiritual, but I would say I'm probably agnostic or atheist, so I wouldn't say that I have a spiritual thing but then I meditate and things like that yeah so what sort of things would you be looking at if you were looking at the spiritual pillar specifically yeah so our white aura is actually just like our spirit our what you know like you you um mentioned there that you're not actually spiritual and yeah. and it is funny because we put ourselves into these boxes but we are all spiritual yeah. we all have a life force of some sort yeah. and that is you know that is our white aura is our life force like what drives us so um you know that would be up to you of what mm-hmm. what drives you what's your purpose what makes you feel joy that right. sort of thing yeah. um and some practices to help with that are like goal setting and that is a part of spiritual you know the wider um process but uh, sorry pillar yeah. because that is it's bringing you back to your purpose and and why am i here mm-hmm. um some of that is like journaling and and um things like that and also meditating is yeah. but that's like um, conquering the mind you know yeah. mm. and actually delving deep into what is it you know that I'm trying to to get and what what's the feeling that I'm trying to get and the clarity so that what am I getting that clarity for it's your, for your purpose whatever that is yeah um yeah so honestly I always see why do I was bring it back to feeling that sense of purpose um and also just a, another practice for to how um why do it is just getting in touch with nature yeah yeah, yeah and grounding yeah. ourselves yeah because yeah. you know we are built upon our land and our roots and and sometimes we can feel a bit lost and just if you try this and just walk outside don't matter how cold it is put a jacket on <laughs> um barefoot and just sink your feet into the ground and just close your eyes and breathe and just see how connected you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So okay. we have that to go tonight. <laughs> Not if it's raining. Not if it's raining, yeah. <laughs> it's just started to rain before. <sighs> yeah. So I think, honestly, the spiritual pillar is the most misunderstood because yeah. people, yeah. they steer away from it. Mm. But if we have more drive and more purpose in what we actually want in life, it's easier to find your beauty because mm-hmm. you want to be fit and well for that. You want, you are excited when you wake up and, um, you know, mentally you have, and emotionally you have something exciting to focus on. It actually is a, yeah, definitely one that I think people stay, steer clear from. Not everybody, but um, people who Some aren't people. quite connected, yeah. yeah, to self that well. Yeah. yeah. And like, purpose is something that we've talked about 
a lot because I think it's something that we're both kind of working on at the moment mm. and trying to figure out what your purpose is, especially when especially when you are in like one of those darker spaces and you're trying to find out why and keep doing these things and how, how to get yourself out of the situation that you're in. Um, what sort of advice do you have for people that are struggling to find what their purpose is? Let go. Let go. <laughs> yeah. Like, let go of trying. Just let like, go. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is that, because, like, it is about more so, sure. I say let go because stop, I say let go and stop trying too yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is because your heart will actually guide you to where where your purpose is yeah. and that's what I have found I I've pushed and pushed with for things that I thought were my purpose and it just didn't give me the same fulfillment as the sort of stuff um and of yeah so that would be my number one advice would just to let go and just let things guide you feel what makes you feel excited yeah um and yeah and note that down like try new things yeah. um remember what you loved when you're a child and remember what you loved when you're at school because I I think it's funny now because to Fari Tapafa I connected to it back at school and I didn't connect to anything back at school yeah. so um and now I still absolutely love it and every time I hear it, I'm like yes I, I can relate to that and yeah. I remember that back at school so um yeah remember what you loved when you're a child and and things that give you different feelings and and notice how you feel around different people and in different environments and like your hobbies and what actually excites you and and that kind of thing um and yeah I definitely would say stop trying to find your purpose Mm. and and um just notice what's around you what's coming up what quotes (laughs) are popping around um and when you're reading things what pops out to you and do notice those things and note them down somewhere and and keep track of yeah, that as such. Yeah, keep track yeah. and be at peace knowing that it like you're exactly where you're meant to be you yeah. always are and yeah. you'll always come um you'll always be exactly where you're meant to be whether that's in adversity or not yeah and it's there's a quote that I always um remember like always say to people if something's not changing maybe it's meant to change you so if you're pushing 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 trying to find this and um, change this about your health and change that but it's not changing maybe something's actually meant to change you as a as a person yeah yeah, yeah. I really like that that's good yeah I need that like tattooed on my body <laughs> yeah I think it's tattooed in my mind yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. just add it to your sleeve of inspiration yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, oh, that's right let go okay yep <laughs> Just me. (laughs) You got this. Uh, Yeah, I really like that. And it's so funny um, because everything always works out. If you're worried about something, you don't need to be because everything always works out somehow if you stress about it or not or if you try to force it in a different direction. It never goes that way if it's not meant to. I 100% believe that. And it's funny when you like if I look back in the past of things that I've done and I've been like, oh, why didn't I do this differently? Or I could have done this and it would have resulted in this. But if I had done that, I wouldn't be where I am now. Mm-hmm. And that's, I find that really important to remember sometimes when stuff's gone what I thought was the wrong way. Yeah. But it's not. It's adding to who I am and where I am now. Yeah, and that journey, yeah. 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 And, and also if things keep coming back then and haven't been resolved, like you think, oh, yeah, that's passed, so but it, it comes back, then it's in, it hasn't been resolved and it's something that, that is important and that's been shown to you. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's probably the most difficult thing with health um, concerns. Mm. And, you know, we live through these health concerns sometimes, or a lot of people actually do. And they keep coming back no matter how hard we try to fix them. And it's our bodies telling us something, you know, their messages. And, yes. and Dr. Libby always says that, like, they'll start off as whispers and then they become screams until yeah. you actually have to do something about it. And sometimes finding that thing 
you know deep down what it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> but are you sometimes reluctant to actually mm. accept that maybe that is? And for me, it was exercise. Like yeah. for ages, I put it off and put it off like, no, I don't exercise too much. And, you know, that sort of thing. And like, oh, I'm fine. I eat enough. I do that. And then I was just keep these reoccurring health problems and that yeah. kind of thing. And I just didn't want to give up the my love for exercise because it got me through a really tough time. But deep down, I knew that exercise was my issue yeah. and <laughs> over-exercising was the issue at the time. But yeah, so, and that kept coming up and those health issues keep coming up. So yeah. it's just tuning in, tuning in. Yeah. yeah. That's so key. That's so key. I'm just thinking about, like, last year, like, I'll have periods where I'm okay, and then I'm not okay. Okay, Mm. not okay. And I know what the issue is. I know what I need to do to resolve it, but it's a big step. Mm. Mm. And I I still haven't made that step, but I've got got actions in place to get there. I'm so close, but it's taking me a long time, and I know if I had done it sooner... My health would be in a much (laughs) better state, but I'll get there when I need to get there. Yeah, you will, and it'll be the right time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I can so relate to that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I have a question because I've been stalking your Instagram. Um, You made these fudge things the other day with Nothing Naughty Fibre Syrup. Yeah. So I saw the Nothing Naughty Fibre Syrup in the bin-in, but it wasn't the maple one. It was just the fibre syrup. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? And can I just use that one or should I find the maple one? Um, so, firstly, <laughs> it's not about yeah, finding your no, beauty. No, it is. Food, definitely food is about finding your beauty. Everything um, health-related it were holistically about you, yeah. and, and food can be amazing. And if you can make it um, healthy and amazing, yeah. it's even better. And yeah. Actually, I don't like the terms healthy and unhealthy, but if you can More make nutritious. it n- nutritious and nourishing, then yeah. even better. But um, fibre syrup, like firstly, is a sweetener, but it's not an artificial sweetener. It's actually a natural sweetener that has no effect on insulin levels. So Ah. it won't, um, it's, so for example, like sweeteners like stevia don't have any effect on, or there's research that there is no effect on insulin levels, so it won't spike anything. Whereas there are um, research that says that some, ones uh, some other sweeteners do like some other yeah artificial sweeteners do um but it is a natural syrup and the difference between the plain one is that it'll just taste like a sweet syrup so if you think like sugar syrup and that kind of thing but with a sort of different taste yeah um then the maple flavor and there's a chocolate flavor and a caramel flavor as well which haven't tried yet but i'm definitely getting in there um (laughs) that just has the flavor of of um that so yeah, the fudge, I don't know what I called it. What did I call it? I can't some, remember now. It was some sort of... Um, decadent, decadent fudge slice. Fudge oh, yeah. yeah. It and looks so actually good. Actually, my best slice I've ever made. <laughs> um, yeah, so that had, it did have a little bit of a maple flavour, so it'd be just uh, just sweet. Sweet yeah. rather But than the maple. chocolate overpowers the maple anyway, so yeah. for that slice it wouldn't matter too much. But if you like maple syrup on your pancakes, then oh, the maple flavours to go. Yeah. Ah. And I encourage all listeners to get on the no- Nothing Naughty... Um, page and and uh, sorry website and actually grab some of their products like we use their pancakes um and they're quite bland so you can just like top the toppings yeah good, make it all stuff. about the toppings yeah. mm. um and also their plant-based protein bars i can't speak for their whey protein ones and stuff because i don't eat dairy um uh, amazing yeah, nice. salted caramel and the ginger crunch, so good. Okay, yeah. nice. And Ooh. the nice balance of macronutrients. Like sometimes bars and stuff can be really quite high in sugar or they might be really high in fat and protein, but it's quite balanced actually. It's quite like a moderate protein, carb and fat, which okay. it works well for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard of them until you said about them Well, the they do day. advertise them. Like I get the collagen advertised to me yeah, all the time yeah. online because I'm trying to find a collagen at the moment that I like because I was using Dose & Co but yeah so I can't recycle there in Blenheim we, they don't recycle um, that container container so I need some because uh, otherwise I'm just gathering containers in my <laughs> my garage so <laughs> yeah. but yeah no definitely food is all about finding beauty yeah. yeah um like think about the joy that you get through baking 
Yeah, I like. I really love baking. For yeah. me, that's if I could get time to bake, that's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just I love creating my own recipes because then I can be creative. I never used to think that I was a creative person because I really am average at art and things like that. But <laughs> yeah. I can be quite creative in my writing and my thinking and yeah. and baking and stuff. So yeah. isn't it so funny that if someone asks, Oh, are you a creative person? Automatically you're like, No, because yeah. you're not like an artist or something. But that's person. not what yeah. Creativity yeah. is all encompassing. Good question. Anything. <laughs> I was just thinking. I saw it the other day, and then I saw the fiber syrup, and I was like, "Oh, I better ask that question when we see her." <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, jump on my Instagram and get onto the um, recipe because you won't yeah. be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna try it. Yeah, it looks so good. We can sort it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Um. What do you reckon about, um, what about if we share a few tips of what we have done to find our beauty or like things that have helped us? Because I love hearing, like I honestly do my biggest learning off others and I'm always, well I'm a teacher so I'm a lifelong learner Um, and I honestly love hearing other people's tips and tricks and stuff because that's where I get some of mine. So maybe we share a few things of a few different pillars. That sounds good. The pressure, I wasn't prepared for this. Not mentally. That sounds good. Um, isn't it so funny that also you've got to find the right thing that works for you? Like what can 100%. work from someone yeah. else won't work for mm. you. And then you could try something and it works for you a little bit, but then it doesn't like after that. Yeah. It's nuts. I think that's that finding like the thing that works for you in, at that time and then yes. you'll move on and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't done yoga in a while. Yes. <laughs> I actually have on my website and I think I'm, uh, on my welcoming for my Instagram, I have this fakitoki that's a, a Māori one and it's actually what drove me towards this, um, it, it was actually all part of the journey of finding your beauty. Yeah. But this is um, what it is, it's me kimi here te ara tōtika hei oranga mō tō ao and that means seek the right path to benefit your world and so that is what we do. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, like one thing will work for somebody but won't work for others and or one thing will work one year and it won't work the yes. next year. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's so true, that's so true. Um, interesting, this, so mindfulness has been a big thing for me this year. Yeah, cool. Um I did hypnotherapy early in the year, so I've got this hypnotherapy audio that I listen to, and then I try uh, meditate at lunchtime and then do like a yoga nidra at night. And this has been so life changing for this year. And I've been working with this naturopath, and she does kinesiology. And so obviously, when she's checking like what supplements I'm taking and all of that, one of the things that she checks is mindfulness in itself. And when she takes it out, my like. Um, my strength just weakens completely. completely. Yeah, it's so interesting. How does she take it out? I don't understand kinesiology at all. I only understand it a it tiny looks like amount. Some sort of witchcraft, to be honest. But yeah. I'm into it. What? I love anything witchy. <laughs> and and when you've experienced it, you understand it. Hey, like yeah. when when they take out all of the the supplements that they check and those sorts of things and and you push against like whatever does she do it um oh i do a strength one where she like pulls apart oh yeah pulls apart my hand yeah Yeah. so i've done a few that you'd like push on a um like kind of like pole thing yeah and the how weak you feel it's so interesting it's so how do they take things out and like so the way the way that what I've, do you mean? <laughs> so the way that I've had it done is when she's working with the supplements, she'll either have it written down on a paper, or she'll have like the herbs in a bottle and put it on the bed with me. Okay. Um, so she'd obviously for mindfulness, it's written down on a bit of paper, and she'll put the bit of paper. What the then, word mindfulness? The word okay, mindfulness. Yeah. She put it next to me and test my fingers, and if they don't pull apart, she's like, okay, cool. And then she'll take it away, and then my fingers like instantly pull apart. Oh my god, this is so creepy. And I would get like, like the shivers if that was happening to me. And it's crazy because like your goal is to keep you're like you think I'm like clenching my fingers, yeah. but she can just like nudge them apart. And does she tell? Because oh. the ones that I've heard with naturopath, naturopaths, they don't tell you what they're taking in no. and out, so you don't actually know. Oh, just, you don't yeah, realize like, yeah, oh, no. this is mindfulness. I really yeah. need to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was so funny because that only happened early in this week, and I knew, I knew I was feeling better myself, and I knew it was a big thing that I wanted to keep, like 
in my self-care routine and all of that but just having that confirmation yeah yeah that oh yes we definitely need that in there like, and oh, you've found the right like the combination combination of, of mindfulness because mindfulness is such a big oh, like yeah. but it's that small victory that yeah. gave you that yeah like confirmation yeah. and that's what we need is we need those those daily small victories or you know or weekly or whatever yeah. um as feedback really like i always liken it to the classroom like if we're giving the students that you know feedback and that they're feeling success more of that happens so we need to create opportunities for ourselves that yeah. create success in ourselves um and when we do too much we don't create the opportunity no yeah. no and it's yeah. so funny like you can try doing like say you implement a few things at once and then you you are feeling the benefit of it but then you're like which one yeah, which is one? it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can never stop any of them yeah. because yeah. I've yeah. to keep going and then it becomes draining you're like I can't keep yes. up <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's unsustainable mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure no, it's nuts. But yeah, so you well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I think cool. recognizing what's what has, what is a success as well mm. is like another thing that you've got to try and work out. Like I find, I find it difficult sometimes to realize when I'm like when something is working, like it is being successful, or I'm having that daily success with something. Because you get so caught up, and yeah. I just keep going, keep yeah, going. Definitely yeah. celebrating the small wins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's mindfulness in itself. Whoa. So being aware <laughs> of the small wins, yeah. 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 Definitely. Creating yeah. that awareness, yeah. That's so true. So true. So Abby, what's your top two? Oh jeez. I have <laughs> I've been like I feel like this whole podcast is just like an ongoing like Journey. Abby's trying this now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay because yeah. you know that's actually good. You're yeah. like prioritizing yourself, not giving up on yourself, <laughs> trying new things, and it's all a part of the journey. And yeah, yeah. I think for me, it was finding out like the power of your hormones and ovulation just has been like opened my world in the last year since since we started reading Beyond Pill and then all the other books after that. Just like how much. Like, I find now that I've stopped the pill that I'll, like, have more creative thoughts. Like, mm. I'll have, like, mm. I'll think about things. And I'm like, whoa, I haven't thought like this in years. Like, I can't believe I've just, like, smothered that part of me um, with the pill for so long. And I just, I think that's just so, for, like, for me at the moment, that's the real, like... Definitely. Our menstrual cycles are incredible and they truly are our superpowers. Um, And if you have a normal, regular um, menstrual cycle that is just that you go through the ebb and flows of the ups and downs of the hormones, honestly, congratulate yourself because it's actually not that common nowadays. It's not easy. um, It's an amazing thing to really tune into how you're feeling in different phases of the cycle because that can truly be your superpower of um, how you can pace yourself through the month oh yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly like, and not pushing through not making yourself do all that hard work when you know you need rest yeah, yeah. And you and know the, you need to pull back definitely. and the magic of actually tracking exactly where you are in your cycle like like knowing that i've just had a temperature shift and like just had a temperature shift and i'm like feeling really silly and like happy and like mm, this is mm. this is me in my like summer like yeah. I am top of the Heavy, world right now, yeah. and then a week later, being like, I can't even handle some criticism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Oh, look, I know exactly where I am in my luteal phase. Like this yeah. is yeah. And how, I think magic. how you feel in your luteal phase is a real key indicator of um, how you're pacing yourself through the month. Yeah. Because um, the two hormones that are produced through your luteal phase both cross the blood-brain barrier, which causes more central nervous system fatigue. That's why we feel more tired. Yeah. So listen to that tiredness and just more time for mindfulness and, and breathing and that kind of thing um, can really help help yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, the menstrual cycle is a whole new podcast in itself, isn't it? Oh, oh I know. Once yeah. we start. We always deteriorate into <laughs> yes. uh, Yeah. <laughs> into Not deteriorate. Just oh, yeah. We just sidetrack. Sidetrack into it. Yeah. It's always yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's it just, is. Yeah, there's so much power in in knowing your cycle and how your body works. And I think it's such a shame that, oh, I guess if you want to know, you'll find the information. But I feel like it's such a shame that it's not out there and not, I guess, mainstream or 
Yeah, but like I don't um, know the right word. It'd be awesome to teach it at school, but like Dr. Libby always says that like you try and teach it to teenagers, they're not ready to hear no. it. <laughs> you know, they yeah. just want a, the quick and easy contraceptive pill. Yes. And think about what we were like at teenagers, probably thinking yeah. exactly the same thing. And but also, I don't think there's enough knowledge around the um, side effects of the, the no. contraceptive pill. Yeah. Definitely not. And even just like a little hint around some basics maybe would be helpful. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And that mm. that age, you're not really welcome to. Yeah. That sort of information. Yeah, like, You're not really interested mm, in mm. it in the way that you are later in life. Often flip-flopping. Really annoyed that I didn't know this sooner. And I, why did I do this to myself for eight years? And then, on the other hand, I'm like, no, nah, if I was back then, I would have done the same thing. Because I didn't really, like, all I wanted was not to get pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm. And, and the fact that we probably didn't even know back then that you can actually only get pregnant 12 times exactly. a year. Not like every day of the month. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? remember being yeah. told you can get pregnant every single day. I remember being told that and I'm so annoyed at the person <laughs> that told me now. So I'm like, you were wrong. I know, yeah. but even trying to like change, well, just try and explain that to my friends. Like I went home up north the other, um, last weekend and, uh, one of my friends has just put in, um, got the marina, and I, and she was like, oh, I feel like it. My naturopath said it was probably a good idea. I'm like, yeah, but I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. Your your body, your choice. You do you. I completely get where you're coming from. Blah 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 blah. Like everything is okay, but it is still hormones you're still putting in your body. You can only get pregnant this amount of times during the month. Like you're not, you know, like it's like something you're putting in your body every day for the full time when it's really only a set window that you need to be worried about mm. but yeah I think I just need to like learn how to explain better <laughs> now nah, but I also think like for people who aren't A-typers like us they're quite go with the flow yeah and that might just happen that they get pregnant because they are go with the flow and they're not really that you know and they're not interested in being in tune because things are kind of happy yeah. happy and and we kind of have to like respect that sort of yeah. as well it's like yeah, you know that's not us we're like I want to know when I'm over there yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, why is this happening and why is that happening yeah. so yeah. Yeah. why haven't I ovulated yeah. yet <laughs> yeah definitely yeah oh man that letting go thing yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was key. It's it's honestly the key to how I found um my beauty is is letting go of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That good is good enough and um yes. yeah. Yes. Oh man, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> ain't that ain't the that truth? <laughs> I find yeah. that one of the hardest things with um with the work environment that we're we're in that we don't have the time to do things of the high standard that I put on myself. Yeah. But it has to be enough, so it's forcing me to make that low standard enough. But it's not enough. Yeah. yeah. I 100% understand. Like, the, cl- the curriculum is crowded in the classroom, and I want these kids to be achieving this, and I want to teach it to, you know, yeah. that level. But all the other unpredictable things that happen throughout the day, you just don't, and we can't, go to sleep thinking about it no you gotta let that go yeah yeah exactly it's stopping us from living life (laughs) yeah there's no point worrying about it oh man that's so true (laughs) yeah lower the standards (laughs) yeah how did we get to this point that we think this is where it should be as well I don't know. I think we're got too very, many as human beings, and honestly, the way that the world's going, um, and I even look at the kids that I teach now, I teach year seven and eights, and um, so they um, range between 11 and 13 throughout the, the years, um, and honestly, the knowledge they have and the power of their thinking, we never had that. Honestly, I just, I don't remember discussing some of the stuff that they talk about and the knowledge that they have and how um they're really 21st century learners and we never used to have that and I think the human capabilities are actually really up here and once you feel success and you know what you're capable of that feels good so you keep chasing Mm. yeah it is but different environments don't allow us to be that and be up there at that standard and and that's where we have to sort of take it back and yeah yeah and also age changes and, yes. <laughs> and oh, stuff like that man 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah do you think also part of that is because 
information is so readily available now. Like for us to have learned anything, you'd have to go to the library, get, yeah. a, get a book. <laughs> definitely yeah find the right page yeah. and now you can just find anything out on google yeah yeah that is definitely one, one point and social media plays a big role yeah. um and i just think kids are more curious these days in regards to information and knowledge yeah. whereas we were probably more curious in regards to nature and what's outside um, yes this is making me sound really old <laughs> <laughs> back but, it out yes. eh? <laughs> um yeah but i like I run mindfulness in my classroom as well, and I think that's going to be a huge need for kids mm. um, as we move on um, yeah. into the future because there is so much out there and it's, it's overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. stimulating yeah. all of that. Definitely. Yeah. How how well is that received by the kids that you teach? Well, so I've been practicing it in my classroom for about. Four years now. Yeah. I um, was introduced by Sarah Sullivan. She's a, um, I think she was a trained primary teacher, but she runs the Pause, Breathe, and Smile program here, which is a New Zealand mindfulness program. Oh, um, and oh. is was, that within schools? Yes, within schools, oh. and it was a real good basis for me because I am interested in that kind of thing. So I learned from her about the way the brain works and that kind of thing, um, and it only ignited my passion even more. So I then furthered my um knowledge and I did a paper in child and adolescent wellbeing as well um but I that class that she did a pilot program with was a year two three class and that was actually quite good it was um challenging sometimes because they can be all over the show yeah yeah. Um, but it covered things like mindful eating mindful walking breathing um just yeah mindfulness in general and then I've yeah been practicing it in my class every year ever since and it is really well received my class love mindfulness time and I have to give options for the kids like basically it's a choice of what you want to do if you want to read that's fine because it's just Mm -hmm. if you want to color if you want to just sit there blankly that's fine if you want to lie down and listen to the um guided meditation that I'm putting up that's fine too um and I think with giving the year seven eight group a choice is um more beneficial whereas if the younger kids that I used to do it with I'd set the scene and we'd go and do that um yeah. and same with the year five sixes that I did it with but it's really well received and some of them don't know it but they actually it does calm them down yeah. and I just watch it and the way that they learn and they don't recognize it a lot of the kids do recognize it and they actually ask for it if we haven't done it um, yeah but oh, yeah it is well so received neat. yeah it's great that's so cool. Mm. I think that's so important. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because even just like during the day, you can like get so caught up in what you're doing, you forget to you forget to breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you do slow down, you stop reacting in that, well, you just stop reacting in that quick way of how you had been. And it's yeah. amazing what just stopping does. Yeah, what does. Mm. It takes us out of that sympathetic um, mm. nervous system and puts us into the calm parasympathetic. Yeah. yeah. And we respond rather than react in yes. that. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. Mm. Oh, I think that is so important <laughs> to be taught in school. Like, yeah. I wish I was... Yeah, it would have been really cool to have yeah. more of that in school. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, love that you do this. Yeah, it, it's great. I, I love it. And yeah. the time is awesome for me because it's straight after lunch and I can just calm down. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'll often just walk around and... Um, just make sure the kids are doing what they're meant to be doing or just seeing, like, the calmness in the classroom. and Yeah, good way to see them for the afternoon. Definitely, but you can do it at any time. Like, mm. sometimes I'll do it first thing in the morning if they've come to school and it's just, like, they're too, like talkative straight away and too talkative. Um, but, yeah, you can literally – because it doesn't have to be an hour-long thing. It can no. be five minutes and can be two minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll get them to find a partner and just mirror what a partner's doing um, in, like, mindful movement sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, which doesn't always end up mindfulness because they end up laughing at each other. Yeah. But still, you know, like it, they're focused and they're back yeah. into the present. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, it's awesome. Um, what's one of the... What's one of the biggest things that helps you stay... Well, what's the right word? 
well well <laughs> yeah yeah um, like, balanced yeah balanced balanced, balanced. balanced. Um, yeah balanced to go <laughs> the biggest thing is that self-awareness yeah. because i i know we all try and aim for homeostasis and be in balance but life doesn't actually always allow for that so there are going to be times to be in and out of balance um so it's more so about self-awareness and knowing how far out is too far mm. out yeah. and if I'm being lazy and should I be doing more but um honestly like having my morning routine is key for me so I get up an hour before my partner gets up and I meditate have a cup of tea I journal um and yeah it's just my real calm time um and then I after I've done all that I then like check my social media and that honestly just like it's mindless scrolling but when I do it in the morning I don't find that I'm so consumed with things and other stresses that are coming so it's kind of mindful actually actually it's more mindful scrolling in the morning than anything and then I things don't jump into my subconscious and and that kind of thing so my morning routine is is definitely key but then again so I was connecting and exercise that's awesome for me like um yeah. I love to exercise in the morning I go to CrossFit I'm real avid CrossFit and I encourage everyone to give it a go it's not as scary as it looks <laughs> um and boombox blenheim is awesome <laughs> um but yeah like the what I love about CrossFit and the number one thing is that the people and the connection you have there and and um Often with work and stuff, we don't actually have that much time for our friends and that. Um, and so if you can connect with people and exercise, that's like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. Work tends to take up such a large portion of yeah. our lives. And if it's 100%. not where you're getting your enjoyment, it's hard mm. to get it in all these other places and fit it in. Mm. But <laughs> and then get to bed by a reasonable time. <laughs> this year particularly, though, one thing that I have changed is delegating and actually been like making my partner cook and just not making, he actually happily does it, but not trying to do it all. We're not yes. trying to do everything. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to be superwoman for way too long and it just, yeah, it's not working for me and yeah. I haven't tried to be superwoman this whole year and I've been feeling pretty good. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so I feel, I feel like this year I've found a, I've really found my beauty. My yeah, joy is cool. completely back and, yeah, I feel more freedom and thought and I'm way calmer in the classroom and yeah. I came up with this finding your beauty and that's yeah. even amazing in itself, you know, yeah. like um, that I actually created something that I'm super excited about and to watch it evolve, so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, one more question. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'm, I'm happy with anything. <laughs> <laughs> um... Do you have a vision where you want to take finding your beauty? Yeah, so that this is the hard part is I have a massive vision but no clarity around it. So this is where I get the help of Rupika and we're going out. I had a meeting with her in the last school holidays and we're going to go back to the drawing board and do the process all over again. Nice. Um, wow. And so basically, and it's funny because we did this pathway plan and when we go through this pathway plan, and I um, can happily take people through it as well. I actually did run a group of um, our CrossFitters through it just um, as a goal-setting thing. But you you cover what your blockers are, um, where you want to be at halfway. So it's over a year's time, and you look at where you want to be in halfway and what you want to have achieved by the end of the year. Um, who do you need to get as a resource to help you? Those sorts of things. So it's a, it's a real plan, and, and I had it visual – up on my wall uh, on a board in my room never looked at it until lockdown and I looked at it and I was like oh yeah I did that I did that oh I've actually achieved that and had figured out that I'd achieved the whole vision (laughs) so I truly like I've never been that person like oh you have to have your goals visible and all that kind of thing but honestly having a plan has been so helpful for me but yeah so I'm back to the drawing board with um where I want to be at with finding new beauty but I'd actually I think I'd love to it's really difficult because I'm very passionate about teaching and so I wouldn't want to give up teaching so I'd love to have enough clients that I could do it one to two days a week 
Um, I'd love to be able to run wellbeing presentations in um, workplaces and also um, programs for children after school or even intervention programs in within schools and mm -hmm. um, things like that. So I've got a lot of knowledge for that already, but I also feel like I need to gather some more knowledge, particularly around the psychology um, side to things in, in regards to children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to use Repika's help to further my, my vision. Awesome. Um, yeah. That's cool. Oh, exciting to that, see Yeah, that's really up. exciting. Oh, it's so cool to be able to talk to someone that has these ideas of where they want to go and are working towards it so you can see someone yeah. progressing there. That's really, really cool to yeah, see. Yeah, and definitely. it's not always um, unicorns and rainbows. Yes. <laughs> like, you go through, like these slumps like oh yes yes momentum momentum then drop and then yeah. yeah I can do that but I um one thing that I would recommend with anyone who's got a focus or um is like weekly reflection e each week I like reflect on what I've done for the week and then set new goals for the following week. Mm -hmm. I have a um, Kiki K journal, which I oh, love yeah. Kiki K. That actually All guides me through so that. Cute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and that actually guides me through that process of oh, like nice. what, and it always says um, dreams I'm working towards, that kind of thing. Um, how did I go this week? And, and I re that is beneficial because it keeps me on track, accountability, mm -hmm. um, and just, yeah, keeps me focused. Yeah. Oh, it's nice having those prompts. Mm, those prompts, there, prompts are key. Yeah. yeah. Prompts are really key. Although when I journal in the morning and the evening, I don't have any prompts. I don't like that. I like to just let things flow. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I read back, what was I even like? <laughs> oh, man. Was I even present writing that? <laughs> you never read back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You're like, hmm. Nobody else reads that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rip up. <laughs> or sometimes when I chuck my journals in the bin, I think, I hope nobody sees it. I like the readers read it. Yeah. Yeah. I found one from a couple of years ago. Oh no, it must have been a few um a few years ago now when we moved here. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is going straight in the fire. No one needs to read this. <laughs> I want to read it so badly no. now. <laughs> you can't. It's gone. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. I couldn't throw anything away. <sighs> you go back to my parents' place and there's like, like diaries from when I was like five, and I'm like, I'm in love with so and so, <laughs> and I can't throw them away. I'm like, that's so embarrassing, but I can't throw it away. Keeping that for no, memories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I've only written on one page of it. <laughs> And it's me admitting who I like. What was I thinking? <laughs> who else could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only your diary. Yeah. For sure. Oh, that's so great. Um, do you have any questions? Uh, no, I've got my fibre syrup question done, so we're you, good. You're good to go. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we might wrap up. So can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, cool. Um, so my website is um, just www.danacrosby.com and the reason I um, had that is just in case things and names change mm -hmm. um, and also just I'm not on Facebook yet but um, <laughs> my Instagram is just um, at finding your beauty and I think does it have an underscore I don't know Actually, it's I funny because you don't search yeah. yourself yeah. yeah I'll check it right now uh, actually yep so it's at finding underscore your underscore beauty Cool. cool yeah so. oh check her out guys her yeah. instagram feed is beautiful what's oh, my favorite colors blush <laughs> pink is my happy color and oh. white is just clean and yeah fresh <laughs> yeah fresh yeah yeah oh so my gosh. Gosh. really we like looked at we're like this is our instagram goals like <laughs> we need to work on our game <laughs> yeah we need to level up um <laughs> i think we posted one thing in the last Two weeks, but that's fine. We're that's good. fine. It's all good. Taking the pressure yeah, off. One yeah, it's for all sure. good. We're letting we're letting go. <laughs> we're letting go. <laughs> yeah. Key takeaway. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. Go check out Dana's lovely website and lovely Instagram feed. You will not regret it. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, let us know. Contact us only on Instagram. <laughs> at basically being better. And we'll talk to you next time. Cool. Thanks. Bye. See Bye. ya. <laughs>
basically being better. Basically, every day being every day better. Every day, give it your best. Basically, every day being every day better. You got every day, you got every day. What it is, it's me, Kimmy, here to add a totika hei oranga mo to ao, and that means seek the right path to benefit your world.